hello, hello, and welcome to my very first podcast, or if you're watching me on YouTube, you probably know me from reading tarot, and I'm still going to do tarot readings from here and there, I just use tarot as a tool um, to do more of a psychological exploration, um, rather than an intuitive uh, side of things. And so I'm taking a more, a different kind of route into a little bit of a psychological dig-in, I guess, of our brains and how our brains work and our thought processes and how we can change those thought processes. And once we do that, we can change our whole entire life. Like So many different doors can open up. And um, it's not difficult to learn, it's just we need to understand a little bit. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I have done my share of research, and um, we'll get into all of that into later episodes. But in this episode, I want to talk about the internalized patriarchy, and this is mainly for women and the first thing I want to bring up about internalized patriarchy so let's say um, you know this is how women are socialized conditioned um, to believe who we are to be in the world so you know our main goal in society is to um, and how we're brought up how we're socialized is to be attractive. You know, our most important attribute is our physical appearance, um, being appealing, attractive to men. You know, we come second to men. We're here to serve the man. We are to be um, meek and um, self-deprivating in order to put everybody's needs before our own. Um, You know, things like this. And, you know, especially if we are mothers, you know, the whole family, their needs come before ours, you know, our needs come second, and um, even in relationships, you know, all around the world, um, this is how people are, our women are conditioned to believe how we should be, you know, and we all know in different countries, I myself am in Canada, Um, But in other countries, you know, women have to walk five steps before, you know, behind the man and certain things like that. And so, you know, we're we're to be the nurturer, we're to be, um, you know, to make everyone around us comfortable and make sure that everybody, you know, to be the perfect host and like these types of things. And these are things like we do not even think about. You know, so we act in these ways without even really thinking about it. Um, And, you know, a lot of you might think that this is a a feminist issue or a feminist conversation. And I am a bit of a feminist, in all honesty. And um, being a feminist is, you know, the meaning is believing that men and women have equal rights. Or it could be described as organized activity. behalf of women's rights, um, developing women to their fullest potential in all divisions of society and life. And these are the definitions of feminism. And so, yes, count me in. <laughs> I, I believe all of those, those statements, and I'm here to enlighten all of us 
um, on how our brain is, is interpreting this, how a lot of times we don't even really think about our thoughts. We just, they're just, they just happen, okay? And so, these thoughts, um, I'm just looking <laughs> through my notes, are called heuristics. And heuristics are like, sometimes they're a group of thoughts that make a behavior. So, in this case, this isn't really a group of thoughts, but say opening a door. You know, we already know how to open the door. We don't need to, like, relearn it every single time. Um, you know, something like this. And so these are things, like, that we just automatically do. When um, when we look at a table and we see, say we have a, a big box in our hands, and there's a table in front of us, and we look at the table, and we know, like, without even thinking, oh, this box is too big, it's going to make the table fall, or, like, whatever the, the consequence of that would be. Like, we don't even, like, think about those processes like we just know right and so now that could be like a group of behaviors now keep in mind i'm not a psychologist or anything like that so i'm just um explaining to you what i have learned and i just want us all to be more aware like i said of our thought processes and how we are internalizing things um, because, as I said, we do things without even realizing that we're thinking about doing them. Like opening the door, or, um, you know, whatever whatever it is. Sitting down, standing up. Like, <laughs> these are things we don't need to think about. We just, we just do them. And, and so, this is the same thing with our internalized patriarchy, is we just act out these things and we just become these people and we just do these things without even really thinking about it so now i want i want us to stop and be like wait a minute right <laughs> let's just like wait a minute because this is like conditioning right this is how we are conditioned to think conditioned to believe now also part of our conditioning is to believe that the one thing that is our biggest happiness in the world, you know, the thing that we are most achieving for, what we want the most in the world is a romantic partner, that happily ever after, or to get married, or, you know, whatever it is. It's that romantic relationship that envelops our life as females and we are conditioned to to believe that and we are conditioned through even to today like movies books friends like this is is our status and our way to find happiness is through romantic love or relationships and you know this all goes back to you know trying to be like, if, if you're outside of this attractive, what is normally accepted as attractive, um, which is, you know, different for everybody, but if you're overweight, if you have too many freckles, if, um, you know, whatever that you might think is wrong with you, 
which there's nothing wrong with you at all. I will tell you that right now. There's nothing wrong with any of us. Um, that you're conditioned to believe that you are supposed to be so attractive, that you're supposed to be, um, like the man is the one that comes to us as women. Like we, we don't like go out and propose marriage, like societal, um, how society believes and how culture has been throughout time really you know I know now like women propose to men and stuff but men are like the the ones who are attracted to us and then we are kind of like "Mm, okay okay like you know and so this is how we are conditioned to be is the men are the ones who find us attractive and accept us like we are the ones to be accepted based on our physical appearance. And so that can be really, really hard to live up to. You know, it can um, equate into, like, perfectionism or, like, imposter syndrome and, um, like, seeking outside validation, people-pleasing, like, these types of things. And so, like, this is why it's so important for us to realize how we are socialized, how we are conditioned as females or anybody who identifies as a female it's really important because it affects every or many other things in our life so going back to and many choices that we make and so going back to what our most important mission in life is this romantic you know to find love to find someone who finds us attractive, to find someone who wants to be with us, to find someone who wants to marry us. And then this will equal our happy status. We believe this is what I need to be happy. And so, and especially if you're unaware of, you know, your internalized patriarchy, like you may, for example, I'll talk about myself. I am somebody who, who really identified with my internal patriarchy (laughs) my internal conditioning you know I'm somebody who is very feminine I'm somebody who focuses a lot on how I see myself and am I beautiful enough and very self-critical because I want everybody to think I'm attractive and um, I'm also somebody who will seek outside validation in order to prove that because my social conditioning you know, as well as telling me I'm not enough, I have to give more, I always have to improve. And again, this isn't just females, this is men as well. And so, you know, there's so much pressure even for a female to have children. What about people who can't have children, or, you know, due to medical, medical reasons, or people who do not want to have children, for whatever reason? medical or not, like, no matter what it is, you know, we are conditioned, like, something is wrong with us if we're not um, viewed as attractive by society, or something is wrong with us if we choose not to have children, or um, we're not nurturing if we don't choose to have children, or you know, we're supposed to put our partner's needs before all of ours and make them happy and stuff like that. And so, you know, I did really believe those things 
um, that if I didn't have children, I wasn't good enough. And if I didn't have a romantic partner, that meant something's wrong with me. And, um, or I was unattractive, you know? And so, you know, also, I like to make sure everybody's happy, everybody's comfortable, everybody feels welcome, everybody is like, you know, I'm so worried about how everybody else feels, like, that I don't even think so much about me. And this is conditioned behavior. And so, like, and I like to be those things. I like to be to be feminine, and, you know, I like to make sure everybody's comfortable in all of those things. But, and that's fine. That's totally normal and fine. But I'm just saying, you don't have to be those things. And if you're not those things, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. That doesn't mean you're not beautiful. That doesn't mean anything. You're a failure. Like, anything like that. That doesn't mean any of that. And so... That's something that I really wanted to talk about today. Like society, pressures in society as a women, as women. And that doesn't even like discuss religious beliefs. Like, um, I myself am a Christian woman and, you know, I'm somebody who has studied the Bible, um, who is very, I think, spiritually evolving every day, and I take time for a spiritual practice, meditation, as I said, I do tarot, like, so, I believed, as per the Bible, that I have so many sins, I don't even know that I have so many sins, okay, so, I'm bad, like, no matter what I do, I'm bad. I, I can't be good. I can't, you know, unless I seek forgiveness. And But all the time you have this mindset that you're bad, that you're sinful. And especially, like, think of, um, I cannot quote you, like, the Bible or anything. And I'm not going to, like, pretend <laughs> that I can. <laughs> but, um, like, think about how women are portrayed in the Bible. Like, Either she's the virgin or she's the whore, like, you know? And so, that's, like, part of conditioning as well. Like, for me, I can only speak for myself, but that's something in, in my brain that I'm always, you know, don't sleep with too many people. Like, people might think I'm a slut or whatever the case is. I might have to beep that out for YouTube. <laughs> But, you know, so there's all of this taught to us. And we're not taught, like, this stuff in school. We're not, like, you know, the teacher doesn't come out and be like, as a woman or as a female, you're going to have these conditions set upon you and beliefs for you. And, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there, you know, there's tons of things for men as well, like societal conditioning for a man, you know. He used to be strong, and he used to provide for the family, and all these other things. Like, they have their own set of pressures. <laughs> but I'm here talking to my ladies, <laughs> or anybody who relates or identifies as a lady, 
or any men out there who just want to learn more about the ladies in their lives. And so I want to talk a little bit about how we can change these thoughts, how we can... um, A cognitive technique to reconstruct the way we are thinking in a realistic way in which we can believe. Because when you believe something, for example, say I say, oh my God, I'm such a failure, you know, I suck at work and I don't do a good job and pretend like this is my belief, but I'm a failure. So everywhere I look, my brain is going to find I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. Because my brain wants to prove it. My brain wants to validate it. My brain wants to seek it out and see that it's true. And so if my boss says, okay, I say, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. So everywhere I'm looking for it, my boss may say, hey, Shannon, um, you know, maybe you could have done this a different way that came out with a better result. And I would be like, oh my God, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. But really, there was just a small improvement that I could have made and, and it would be great. I'm not, that doesn't make me a failure, like, you know, and he wasn't like, you're fired, whatever, whatever, like, and even if he did fire me, I'm still not a failure. But that's just an example, okay? So when we go around thinking of ourselves, um, like, my value is based on my appearance. We are going to validate that everywhere we go with every person that we meet. Um, that's going to be like, and we're not even realizing it. We're not, we haven't, we haven't even connected those dots in our brain that that's how we are actually seeing things because we're just, we're doing that action of opening the door. Like we don't need how to learn how to think that because it's already like, we've already learned that it's such like your, your brain, (laughs) your has made uh, like little canals in your brain to find the solution and so just like opening the door you don't need to keep relearning how to do it because you already know and so if you think um, like the example I gave like my most important mission in life is to find someone who finds me attractive and appealing and wants to be my romantic partner and that's my whole goal in life then Anyone who might reject us in the future, that is going to tell us our brain is going to interpret that as, um, I'm ugly, I'm unattractive, I'll never find anybody. You know, these types of thoughts, and they're not true. And so this is why I wanted this to be my very first conversation with you guys so we can start to realize how we are thinking so the ways that we can change and move forward and um, you know and this takes practice like this isn't going to happen overnight um, but as we move forward the small changes are going to take place and so the first thing in order to unlearn the conditioning is just pay attention Pay attention to your thoughts, how you internalize things, the motivations you have, like why you might feel like, 
oh, if I be too loud, if I, like, I'm really excited or whatever, if I'm loud and whatever, that doesn't, that's not very ladylike. <laughs> this is something I say a lot. That's not very ladylike <laughs> because I'm so conditioned to be proper, to be a lady, don't curse, <laughs> um, you know, use intelligent language or words and whatever. Like, this is how conditioning really affects us. And then we just become a result of, of these conditions that are really just thoughts in our head. They're not even really anything. They're just thoughts, which is another reason why I'm doing this podcast is just to talk about our thoughts, the way we think. Um, and the way that we can change our thinking to overcome obstacles, to get what we want, live the lives we want. And so this is why I'm doing this podcast, to change the way we think, change, you know, open new thought ways, which are going to open new doors, open new opportunities. Like, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And so if we pay attention to our thoughts, like... Um, I notice it right away in certain things that, that I do. Like I said, um, you know, in the example I just gave before, being very proper and not being too loud and, you know, talking softly in a soft voice. It's very calming and comfortable for everybody because, God forbid, I were to upset um, a man around me. Like... <laughs> And I'm not insulting men at all because I believe women and men should have equal rights. But again, this is how women are conditioned to think. And so if we're loud, you know, then people are like, oh, like they might give us like a weird look or, you know, these types of things. And so this is just paying attention, paying attention to these thoughts and just noticing them. That's going to be like the first and biggest step. And it's not saying just because you notice it, you have to change it. That's not at all. But just realizing it, just noticing it. And if you want to change it, great. If you don't, great. Like, whatever you feel is best for you. And the next thing is get curious. So, for example, you might say... Um, why do I judge that lady for wearing a low-cut shirt that shows cleavage? Why am I, why do I judge her? Or why do I, you know, judge the girl that sleeps around with tons of guys slut-shaming? Like, why do, why do I do that? Why do I think that's okay? Or, you know, because that's all conditioned behavior. Like, women shouldn't sleep around, you know, but men, you know, of course... You know, we all know this. They can go and do as they please, but women, you know, were to be the more proper ones, you know. And so it's like, why do I judge that person for their behavior? Is that because I think that someone who sleeps around a lot, someone who has, you know, uh, many sexual partners, why do I think that that's bad? not saying I do I'm just like it's an example um you know because it's how we internalize things how we are conditioned to think about things so just kind of get curious with with your own thoughts um and question them and 
so once you notice them, you can kind of question them and be like, why am I thinking like that? Is that because I feel like that? Or is that because I should feel like that? I'm conditioned to think that way, you know? So that's the next step. And the third is just, you know, being nice to yourself. (laughs) Being nice to yourself is the most important thing in the world. And so, as I said, if, if you feel like, if you're judging yourself for either being, you know, enjoying, like I said, I enjoy being feminine. I enjoy um, being nurturing. I enjoy, you know, all of those conditioned thoughts. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. Um, and if you don't enjoy it, there's still like nothing wrong with anybody. And so just having self-compassion, not judging yourself, not thinking you're bad for anything. Um, and as I was saying before, like with our religious beliefs, I, the other night, I just sat there and I said, you know, I am good. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Because in my brain, I was conditioned to think I'm bad, I'm sinful. Um, you know, there's so many sins that I have and whatever. So I literally sat here, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Until I could believe that I'm good. Now I understand we can't always just jump to that. Like, I know I am good. Like, I know, you know. And so that wasn't hard for me to believe that I'm a good person. So we're going to talk in later episodes how to have believable thoughts and affirmations. And now we're not going to have affirmations like how we all think about affirmations you know it's not going to be like that where we look in the mirror i am i'm gorgeous i'm a goddess you know it's not going to be that and i'm going to talk about that in later episodes because two i am i am learning and developing and um want to give you guys the best information and the most accurate information and I hope you like it (laughs) and I hope it helps you grow but um, and the fourth step I'm sorry I was talking about self-compassion and I kind of went into this I am good I am good (laughs) Um, thing is because that's part of it as well like your internal talk is your self-compassion and so by me saying I'm good I'm good that was me having compassion for myself and changing the way I think about myself and the fourth thing is is you could talk about it with somebody that you trust um whether it be like your best friend your mom whoever your dad your therapist like whoever it is and um you know just opening your perspective opening the thought because it's like conditioning versus the truth and the more we can kind of spread the knowledge the more we can create social change and that's something else like i i want to do like 
um, someone taught me, I taught teach you, you teach whoever, like, and eventually we change the way society conditions and socializes females, and not just females, but males as well. And, you know, once that conversation starts happening. So, we want to use our brain to create neurological shortcuts. And this is what we're going to talk about in some of the next podcasts is um, how to make changes in your brain, new neural pathways. And that's all coming up in the future. So but right now, I just wanted us to be kind of mindful of our thoughts and um, be able to recognize the difference between conditioning and what is your truth. And um, I'm just kind of like going through my notes to make sure I didn't really miss anything. Um, this is just kind of a conversation. It's very informal. Um, I say um a lot because I'm not a practiced speaker yet, but I intend to be by continuing to give you guys more content and things that I'm learning about that I feel as women we should recognize, we should know, we should make societal changes. Um, and feeling empowered and enlightened and having the knowledge to change our thoughts. So please clue in on my next podcast or YouTube video on how we can actually change our thoughts, how we can make new neuropathways and shortcuts to finding answers that reflect our truth. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I had so much fun talking to you guys. And I look forward to our next chat. Bye for now.